This is Decision Point, Age into New Norms, a long-term care podcast from Horn Healthcare. Are you searching for ways to keep provider relief funds? And are you fearful that you might have to return the funds? Hello, I'm Barry Plunkett with Horn Healthcare, and joining me for today's show is Lori Crocker, a senior manager at Horn specialized in healthcare reimbursement. Since April of 2020, Lori has been working with long-term care facilities across the country to assess and apply for provider relief funds and maintain compliance with the ever-changing rules and regulations. These facilities consist of private, nonprofit, and public entities ranging from nursing homes, home health, assisted living, behavioral health, and skilled nursing. Prior to COVID-19, she focused on Medicare and Medicaid regulations, preparing cost reports, supporting cost report audits, and conducting Medicaid eligibility studies. She is also an active member of the American Healthcare Association and National Center for Assisted Living. We're here today to draw on Lori's experience and share reimbursable ways to spend provider relief funds. So welcome, Lori. Thanks, Barry. Happy to be here. Great. We're going to start right out with a few questions. And the first is, what is the best way to maximize the funds one has received? Right. That is such a great question. And as simple as it might sound, it's actually the best thing you can do. But really, the first step in making sure you can maximize your funds is simply just tracking all the funds you have received. You've got to know what distribution the funds came from, which facility received them, and how it impacts each one. So honestly, the first step is just tracking them. And you know, over the months since April, there have been several different allotments of funds distributed, and which many have different terms and conditions, which we'll talk about in a little bit. But depending on how your facility is set up, for example, if you have a facility with multiple TIN numbers or one facility under the same TIN number, it can be very confusing about which facility has received what funds. So honestly, that first step is just making sure you know exactly which facility received what amount of funds and which distribution it came from. And you know, after that, we strongly suggest just running through the reporting model formula on how HHS will evaluate all these funds you have received. So for example, they're going to be looking at your lost revenue compared to your calendar year from 2019 to 2020, as well as expenses specifically related to COVID. So by taking a look at this formula, you can then see what possible exposure you have left of funds you haven't used yet. And so running this calculation lets you know what other funds do I have left to maximize and what is the best way to do that. So honestly, that first step is just tracking it and making sure you know exactly how everything flows through and what it all relates to. Thanks. You mentioned that tracking your expenses is really important. Do you have some examples of the expenses uh, that might help you maximize the funds? Yes, so that is actually the big hot question right now, and that's the one we get most frequently. So, you know, after running through this formula that we just discussed, the best, the best way to maximize your funds is to focus specifically on those COVID-related expenses. 
So some great examples of items to look at would be something like retention bonuses or hazard pay or overtime pay. Really anything that is above and beyond what you paid last year to help maintain the staff at, um, at capacity at your facility. You know, I would also suggest looking at expenses such as contract labor. So this is an area that has really gone up due to COVID. You could possibly be paying higher rates than what you had to pay in previous year, or you might even be paying for contract labor you've never had to pay for before. So any of those type of expenses would be ones that you can use towards COVID-related expenses. Obviously, you can count items such as like PPP and supplies you've had to do that have increased due to COVID. And you know, the one question we get a lot is, um, how exactly do you do that? And so I like to use the example of like Clorox wipes. So we were all using Clorox wipes before COVID hit. Um, but obviously now, if you can find them, um, you're using a lot more Clorox wipes than you were previously. So one simple way to look at this is just look at your expenses in 2019 and what you use for that. Compare it to 2020, make sure it's exactly related to COVID. There could be some inflation in there you might need to back out. And whatever that incremental difference is between the two years, that's what you count as your COVID-related expense for 2020. So that's just a simple way of looking at the ordinary everyday expenses that you're using at your facility. And lastly, I encourage you to kind of look, think about capital purchase you might have made or things you've done at your facility to help adapt to COVID. For example, anything related to telehealth or possibly doors and sinks that use automatic sensors that will come on or open for you where you don't have to touch any of that are great examples of expenses you can use as well. And this is a great time to expand on some of those forward-thinking ideas while you have funds to help with it um, during this time period. Thanks. That's, that's great information. I know some people get a little paranoid and they say, what if we didn't use all the funds in 2020? Is there still time to make use of those funds? Yes, absolutely. So that's the great news today. Um, you absolutely still have time to use these funds. So as of today, and this very well could change at any moment, um, HHS is allowing you to use your funds all the way up until June 30th of 2021. So if you run back through that formula we discussed just a bit ago, and you still see that you have funds left to use, then that's great. You have opportunity to use maybe some of those things we just talked about to expand on your facility up until June 30th, 2021. Now, there are some reporting requirements that go into these funds. Um, in fact, as of today, the reporting requirement is set to open on January 15th and you have until February 15th to complete that for any funds you actually expended in 2020. And then there will be another separate reporting in July of 2021 for anything you've done January to June of 2021. So there's definitely still time to use these funds to make sure you get the most out of them. And we would love to sit down and brainstorm with you if you would like to um, do that to come up with any examples. Are there different terms and conditions for these funds? Yes, Barry, absolutely. That's a great question. So if you remember back when these funds started coming out, we all heard that there would be no strings attached. Well, I think we all quickly learned that that is not the case. In fact, each of these different fund distributions carry their own separate terms and conditions. 
So this once again shows you how important it is to do that first step we discussed in tracking your funds so you know which terms and conditions you must follow. And I'm also going to add that there is also different reporting requirements for some of these funds. So that makes it even more important to track these. And if that's something you would like to discuss further, I would be happy to speak with you on that. Lori, it's been great to have you on the podcast and we really appreciate this information. Yeah, thanks, Barry. It's been fun to be here and I'm glad to share it. If any of our listeners have questions for Lori, you can connect with her by email at lori.crocker at hornllp.com or call her direct at 901-562-0827. She will be happy to answer any questions that will help your organization find reimbursement ways to keep stimulus payments and maintain compliance with the rules and regulations. Thanks again for joining us for Decision Point, Age into New Norms. In our next episode, we dive into single audits. Now that you've accepted federal assistance through the CARES Act as a result of COVID-19, you must account for those funds. Tune in to episode two featuring Haley Deer, Horn Audit Manager, to learn how to maintain compliance and pass a single audit. Thank you for listening to Decision Point, Age into New Norms, a podcast from Horn Healthcare. Decision Point is produced by Horn LLP. Stay tuned for more episodes coming soon on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, and Spotify. To learn more about Horn, visit hornllp.com.